What is up, everybody? This is Recapper Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And we are recapping and reviewing The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, episode six. And it's called An Exorcism in Greendale. Oh, yeah. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending because we are going to go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our best lines. So be sure to stick around for that. And for anybody who's just joining us for the very first time, thanks for coming through. Make sure you guys subscribe to the channel. And for anyone who has coming back, thanks for coming back. And uh, let's get into the episode, y'all. What did oh. you think of the episode, Jayla? Because um, it was effing scary. It was scary. It gave me so many different vibes from all these like different types of horror movies. Um, uh, yeah, I definitely watched this like with the lights on for sure. Yeah, um, I finished the episode and I was like, oh, my God. Like it was like I wasn't breathing for the full 60 <laughs> minutes because especially at the end, like it gets so anxious. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, guys, I was like, I'm done now for today. <laughs> like one yeah. episode a day. Pasta. I can't. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. We got a lot of answers, but at the same time, like it's a side story that is going to lead us, I think, to a larger storyline based on what, what happens at the end. By the end of it. Yeah, for Um, sure. But, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely things have changed. Now things have kind of shifted to like a new part of the story. So let's get right into it. Yeah. Um, So we start off with, um, our homegirl, Wardwell. Yeah. (laughs) And Sabrina, right? Because the last yes. time we saw them was she confronts her. She's like, bitch, tell me everything right now. Right. Um, and so, so she kind of does. Like, Wardwell sits her down in front of the fireplace at 4 o'clock in the morning on a school night. She's like, do you want some she's like, cookies? <laughs> yeah. She's basically, like, telling her, like, yeah, girl, I'm a witch. Uh, right. I was pretty shook. I was like, okay, like, why are you telling her everything, though? I don't understand. But she doesn't um, tell her the truth. She just she doesn't tells tell her, her what truth. she thinks she wants to hear. Right. right. But she does tell her she's like, I was spying on you because like I want to look out for you. Um, because like, your dad hired me secretly, right? Secretly, like, yeah. Which is like her spiel. But even then I was like, girl, you're telling her about like the whole spying thing? Like, but I don't it was know. The, I was just. But it was interesting that she took the other side of it. She was like, I did it because your dad asked me to do it. Like, That's, it's not yeah. like the Dark Lord asked me to do this and I'm doing no, it for, for him. Sure. Like, yeah, she yeah. obviously spun it so, like, it sounds a little bit more positive and it sounds like she, um, it makes a lot more sense for And here's the thing. She can run with that story because she knew Edward, like, really well. Right. Um, they were, like, together. I mean, like, they were, like, you know, studying together or whatever for a while. Right. So, um she can like it's 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 very like real it can actually happen that she is doing it for him yeah, yeah yeah for sure so um so yeah she basically says like i'm just looking out for you and sabrina like freaks the fuck out she's like stop stop watching me like you're done you're cut out like she's like i can't believe you're lying to me essentially and um yeah i think that that's her whole situation in the beginning of the episode she just doesn't trust wardwell because she just feels that everybody's lying to her she's like my aunts are lying to me like you're lying to me my dad lied to me and she's like everybody fucking sucks basically so she just feels kind of like annoyed about everything um and so then I think she talks to even Ambrose, like, as she's getting home. She's like, yo, I can't believe, like, that happened. And he's like, I don't know, man. Like, it, I guess it just su- it sucks, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, And then we get the haunting of Uncle Jesse 
Like basically yeah. the entire like, like first Uncle half Jesse of the episode. comes back. Comes through. <laughs> and so what happens is um it goes to each person in the crew. So it goes to like Harvey first and Harvey's like just like drawing something and he sees uh he sees Uncle Jesse guy, like in Uncle his Jesse. room, yeah. and like he's just like so demonic, and he's like, run, 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 "I'm gonna kill your face!" <laughs> and yeah. then like, and then Harvey like gets so scared, and then it it flips, and it's like Tommy at the door, yeah. And Tommy's like, "Yo, bro, like you good? Like what's going on?" Guys, Tommy's QAF though, like for real. Ugh, like he's no, pretty he's so handsome. basic. I don't know. I, I feel like he's. I feel like he's boy. such a back back character that like he's in jeopardy his life is in jeopardy oh, I, I feel I like i definitely think tommy's gonna die like let's, <laughs> yeah. let's be let's be real right now he's definitely yeah. gonna die because they're putting him in like these moments where he's like good night harvey have a great night like he's like, like not are you okay harvey me. are you hungry yeah. you want 100 like and then he's gonna like yeah he's gonna die for sure <laughs> he's definitely gonna die yeah um so yeah so harvey's glitching the fuck out then it yeah. cuts to um roz and Roz, she's yeah. like getting milk in the kitchen or whatever and he comes to haunt her and he's like you're gonna go blind you like evil yeah dumb he's like, girl do you whatever. even drink milk is that even <laughs> lactose free milk she's like oh and then like she freaking yeah. spills the entire jug of yeah. milk first of all who does glass mugs of milk anymore like dude that's something- even okay, like okay. even their houses are so effing scary they're so disgusting looking yeah, lives in freaking insane asylum from Yo, the I 1920s. Can't. Like, no wonder this girl's like so off because her house is crazy looking. <laughs> so yeah, Ross so, spills the milk, and her dad's like, "Honey, like what happened?" She's like, "I spilled milk." Yeah, and he's like, and it was okay, gross like, though. Like, over it. When the when the milk spilled, like there was like maggots in there. Yeah, it was, it was so, so gross. gross. Like one thing I have to say, guys, about this episode, the visuals were so on point. Yeah. Like really everything creepy. was so well done and it was so creepy and you know every episode I'm just realizing like the production value in this in this series is just insanely high. It's like next it's level, just sure. yeah, it's really well well done. Yeah. Um so then cutting it cuts to Susie and she's like yeah. checking herself out in the mirror. She's like clipping and, her toenails in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and there's like she, a random fan like a, like uh, up top like spinning. Yeah. It's spinning I don't know why it, it was just spinning. spinning. And then it's like, hey there, little girl boy, like you are evil, you like yeah. loser. And okay, <laughs> I know <laughs> I know it's like not a nice thing to say, but like I couldn't stop laughing at the fact that the demon kept calling her girl boy. Yeah. Because like, what are you saying right now? Yeah. Like, is that are you trying to insult me? Like saying girl boy just sounds stupid. <laughs> like you yeah. couldn't call her any other. Well, name. here's my thing, right? Like, yeah, he he kind of insulted her. And like to me, either it was like her acting or her reaction, like she didn't even seem shook. She was yeah, like, she was go. Like, like she didn't even like like she didn't look scared she's like yeah because like i live in this creepy ass freaking house yeah like, obviously like i don't care yeah and also like she i guess she saw jesse upstairs from time so she's like i don't know what's happening right now is she it's still just, alone in that house like is her dad not back yet i'm like where is her no her like parents? this is not a I joke guys this girl i feel so bad for her like yeah this is not normal for sure so so anyway um he she goes upstairs and she sees that he's still sleeping and she and he's still tied up so like i don't know how long he's been tied up for yeah but like he's been tied up from time yeah and so like are you telling me she changes his bedpan like (laughs) this is disgusting guys like 
like Susie needs to be adopted because this is yeah. not okay. Like <laughs> this is not okay. She shouldn't be doing any of this stuff. No, right now at all. Like I, no one is qualified for that. No. So um, then it cuts to a really quick moment that I want to talk about with, is Zelda and um, her checking in on the baby um, for Father Blackwood and Lady right, Blackwood. Right. So. First of all, her stomach is, like, about to, like, explode. Yeah, like, she's, like, 10 <laughs> months pregnant. She's, like, 17 months pregnant. Like, those babies are full-ass grown babies. And um, she's using this, like, little tiny freaking, like, tool. She's not even using, like, a proper stethoscope. She's using, like, a fucking, like, a cup to, like, yeah. hold to her ear. I was like, yeah. girl, you don't, like, that's the thing with a show. Like, I understand that there's aesthetic that goes with it. But, like, sometimes they take it a little too far. Too like, far, You're telling me that, yeah. they, that she couldn't just use some, like, next level. She's like, I hear a heartbeat. I'm like, girl, like, how? How is that yeah. possible? <laughs> like, what are you using? Anyway, it was weird. So, anyway, she's like, whatever. She has that moment, and that comes back a little bit later. Um, so then it cuts to, like, them all in school, and they're all shook. Like, the entire crew is shook, and they're talking to Sabrina. They're like, yo, you missed a crazy night. Um, and they all, like, move the body. Like, she finds out that they all helped, like, tie him up and shit. And, and it was like, actually really wrong. funny because it was the first time where, like, they were talking about, like, these dark things. And Serena was like, what, guys? You guys are crazy. What are you guys talking yeah. about? Because, like, she's trying so to the, play it off. Like, nothing's going right, on. The, the one thing that I didn't really understand is why was she doing that? Like, isn't this a perfect moment for her to try to, like get them to buy into like supernatural magic so yeah, she can have an opportunity know. to finally say like tell them the truth like i, I guess because if she, she does i guess she doesn't want to do that just yet to say like hey I, I know like, all of this i don't know you think that like because she doesn't even just like like deny it she like literally like says like oh you guys are crazy like she doesn't um she doesn't even like go with it. She's not like, oh yeah, I'm like listening to you guys. She's like, no, you guys are all crazy. Like nothing, nothing's happening here. Like yeah. she goes like the full opposite. Yeah, direction, she like laughs in their face, but she's like, bash. Like you guys are all crazy. I'm like, literally, you are a witch. Like stop talking right now. Like I just didn't think it was a good moment for her. Like it didn't make any sense to me. So anyway, yeah, Harvey even like confronts her about that and he's like you're not being honest with how you feel about this whole situation i don't know why you think that i think i'm crazy because she even denies him seeing anything when he was eight yeah. years old like she he got really like, like angry too but like she's also yeah. being very like she's insulting him too she's like she's like you didn't see anything like you're just like crazy he's like Bitch, yeah what? like it's pretty tight like what she's doing right now that's why i didn't re- i wasn't a fan of her in this moment because i'm like i don't know what her end game is like her denying her friends right now like she knows more than any of them why can't she get them involved like it doesn't make any sense um like that would be her dream come true to like get her like crew involved i don't know yeah i guess she wants to protect them like i don't know whatever so then she talks to her aunts and she's like yo there's like a demon possessing my friend jesse yeah yeah and uh she's like what do we do and they're like i don't know man like you can't deal with that kind of shit because it's like mortal business and so they're used how is it mortal business because like oh because of the exorcism because i think what zelda was trying to say was like exorcisms don't exist in our like thing in our world yeah Yeah. it's only for like mortals and like catholic people so she's like it don't even touch it like don't go there but i'm like but how guys you guys are dealing with like demon like dream monsters and all this other shit you guys don't deal with exorcisms like it was a little ridiculous it was so then she goes to ambrose and she's like can you help me and he's like feeling pretty depressed right now like this episode he was pretty like he's missing the d that's for sure he's missing that vitamin D. d Nick isn't calling him back. No, not Nick. Luke, Luke is not calling yeah. him back. Like he's just he's just horny. That's all. Yeah. 
So he's like taking it out. He's taking it out on Sabrina, and she's like, "Can you help me astral project to Jesse?" And he's like, "No." He's no. like, "Are you like, dumb?" He's like, "You know you're gonna die." He's like, "I almost did it too, and I died." <laughs> I almost wanted a date, and it didn't work out for me. Yeah. So no. <laughs> uh, so he's like pissed, and he's like, "No, do it yourself." So then she astral projects all by her freaking self, which makes me ask the same question: Why the fuck did Ambrose need Zelda or no Hilda? To I know help this him with this his moment really projection? pissed me off because I was like, "A, you know she's gonna do it anyway, so go and help her. Like, don't just yeah." sit in your room and sulk that you're not having the vitamin D like you know she's gonna do it because you did the (laughs) same thing in episode 3 or whatever so yeah Yeah. so she goes into her room and she locks herself and like no one like no one inquires like hey what's Sabrina doing up there like should we check on her no she's just freaking like doing astral projection and we good like (laughs) like, and that's what I'm saying and I think we even said it in our last podcast like it seems like they're really making the characters around her very like useless on purpose so she can go through certain things yeah yeah for sure like it does like it's kind of stupid that they're around but they're not around enough to help her out in these like very specific moments yeah so anyway but she she does it anyways she does it she yeah, she does it anyway. She goes to visit Jesse uh, as an astral projection, and um, which, by the way, I feel like she could have just said, "Hey, Susie, I'm coming through, girl. Like, let's like talk." Uh, but I guess why like, did she, she have did, to astral I guess she project. like couldn't. I guess she couldn't do that because she was like, "I don't want to keep get her involved." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, he uh, the demon wakes up and he starts talking to Sabrina, and he finds out she finds out that the reason why Jesse was possessed is because he was like a sodomite which means like he was gay yeah um and he like she's like why did you attack him like what's going on i was and pretty then, shook at that information because i was like yo this yeah. is like character development for jesse yeah like, was that like, was Damn. pretty crazy like yeah yeah for sure and uh he says like his name but he says like uh Mer- Merikai. yeah and she, he like spells it on the thing and he's like i'm a demon of gluttony and then he tries to possess sabrina i think like he yeah. like he basically he like, throws, throws up like acid all over her face yeah and she's like he realizes that she's just an astral projection he's like you're not even here yeah, and then he like so crazy he like calms down but then he like goes into sabrina's body and then she starts to like freaking choke like as the astral projection she starts to choke and um, it was a really cute, like, once again, Salem coming in to save the day. Like, how is Salem the only person that gives Seriously, a shit about her like, in this th- house? that's the thing. And Salem goes to Ambrose. She's like, meow. And Ambrose yeah. is like, oh, she's in trouble. Like, she did yeah. it. He's like, yeah, <laughs> meow. And he's like, oh, okay, let me go save her. Like, <laughs> it was so, anyway, so he wakes her up. Like, he gets her out of the dream. And then she's like, that was so weird, whatever. And then she goes to visit Harvey and she basically apologizes to him saying like, I'm sorry, I didn't believe you before. Like we should go into the caves and like investigate further. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. I feel like she she's being like not I guess I want to say manipulative because I feel like she. Yeah, it, it like, is for sure. She comes in when she feels like she needs to come in. And yeah. like, I know she's just doing it to try to protect her friends, but like she's yeah. not doing a very good job. Also, at- she's like 16 years old. Like she's like a, she's like a kid. Right. So she's trying to navigate yeah. this this huge thing that's like her life, which is so effed right. up. So, I mean, I can't be mad at her for it. Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, they end up in the caves and she finds like this stone like that's like broken in half. And then as she's like looking for other shit, she loses Harvey. She's like looking for Harvey. She can't find him. Like, I'm like, how did you guys lose each other? You guys are literally holding hands when you walked in. 
Um, and he's like freaking petrified. So as she's like looking for him, she bumps into Mrs. Freaking Wardwell. Yeah. <laughs> Wardwell's like, oh, I like, just come here to like, you know, read. <laughs> like, she's like, oh, I was just here. <laughs> Look at the rocks. Having and a smoke. Stuff. Yeah, she's just anyway. Like, I just love the fact that like only it's only like one episode in, and no, now Wardwell doesn't have to, like lurk behind shit anymore. She's yeah. just like <laughs> she there. She's out like there. standing yeah. beside her every moment. She's like, I'm here to protect you. I want to make sure that you're okay. And I have to Serena's say though, like, really quickly, I love the actress that plays um, Wardwell. I think her name is Michelle Gomez, but I love mm-hmm. her in this role. And there's just something really like I love seeing her and Sabrina together. I don't know yes. what I don't know what it is because I almost feel like Wardwell isn't fully evil. Like I know she's evil, but I feel like she feels something with Sabrina. I don't know what it is. You Honestly, know? I'm so glad that you said that because I want to talk about that by the end of the episode. I really feel like there's a theory that I want to throw at okay. the, like at our listeners too. Yeah. So yeah. So in this moment, like you see, like she yeah, she's she's kind of playfully. She's not like I'm here to protect you. Yeah. Like, just don't worry about me. She's very much like having like a conversation with her. She's trying to get like closer to Sabrina now. And Sabrina's like, get the fuck away from me. Like I hate you. Yeah. And so anyway, she finally finds Harvey and Harvey's like freaking petrified in the corner. Like, like he's like huddled in the corner and she's like, what did you see? He's like, he's there, the demon. And then she like turns to the rock. She's like, no, it's just a rock. I but felt then you look so at the bad rock, for him in this literally, moment. But literally the rock did look like it a did. demon. It looked like, like a piece. Yeah. It was like but carved like, out like a this demon. This poor guy, like, can you imagine telling your boyfriend, like, no, you didn't see, it was just a rock. Like, it's so <laughs> embarrassing for him. <laughs> He's like basically oh shat his God. pants sitting in a corner, yeah. like, like crying. And she's like, no, that was just a rock. Sorry. Right. Sorry, boo. And But as they're leaving... You see the freaking Dark Lord in the back corner, like, oh just chilling. Oh, my God. Chilling. I didn't notice that. So freaking creepy. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, like, they're leaving, and, like, this red light glows, and he's, like, behind it being, oh like, Oh, my bah, God. Bah, bah. Yeah, so he's been there from time, like, just waiting. Ew. <laughs> he's, like, waiting for um, all of them. Yeah, so then it cuts to Susie. And, Little Susie. Uh, and, like, her dad, and her dad is, like, trying to get him into an asylum, essentially. Like, Jesse into an asylum because he can't take care of him. He's, like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with your your uncle. Like, it took him but- to this point to realize that his brother is, like, beyond the, pa- like, point of no return. Like. Right. It took you this like, long. all the. Yeah, you made exactly. your daughter like, take care of this man. You should, you should have taken him to the hospital from the get go. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is he yeah. doing in your eye? Like, you thought that him tied to a bed like made the most sense. But sure, <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So, anyway, so as he's here, like, Susie's like chilling on the stairs and she hears a story. And then, um, I don't know, like, I wasn't a fan of this moment. Yeah. I feel like I knew what they were trying to do. With I know. It so basically, Susie, like, you hear the dad saying, like, Oh, like oh, when we were like kids, like my brother would wear like girls' clothing, um, and like we all knew, and something, 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 and like Susie's like overhearing, and then like right. she's like, "Stop talking about him like that! Like he's yeah. not crazy." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, yeah. guys, like this is like getting too much." Like, yeah, it, it kind of just veered. Like you're right. Like I know what they were trying to do with it, but it almost took us too much. Yeah, like. I feel like I feel like in these moments you want you know where it's gonna go, so it's like it doesn't feel like there's conflict at all. You know that she's gonna step forward. You know she's gonna like talk some stuff about like the LGBTQ yeah. community yeah. and like want to like fight for your rights and like identity issues and all these other things. Yeah. But like, why though? Like, 
why though? Like it doesn't make any sense in this and moment like, for me she to felt like, have so, a story She's like, you can't take him there. He deserves so much better. That's like, no. Like, why yeah. is it always like the kids with like this amount of guilt and like the yeah. parents have no guilt? Like the parents are like, yeah, we don't, I don't give a fuck. Like that's your brother still. Like you should still in some way. I don't know. I don't know. And that's what I mean. It just, it's just felt not very realistic. forced. It felt like a very like, forced moment. Yeah, you put them into these situations which are very real moments, but you would never be in that situation where, like, the dad is like, oh, I'm sorry, he's gay. Like, he has to go to the insane asylum. And, like, your 16-year-old daughter is the one who has, like, the sense in mind to say, like, no, he's your brother. Like, stop talking shit I know. on him. Like, like I know. it would never happen yeah. in that situation. But clearly, I mean, it, it might, just, like, but, like, it's just it just felt very forced. Yeah, it felt very forced for sure. And I'm like, I get the fact that like, you know, it's 2018, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. This is for like the younger generation to really understand like all those issues. But like for someone who just wants to really enjoy this show, I hate to say it because I, of course, I'm part of the LGBT community. I understand that those stories are really important to tell, but I just feel like they're very... They're making them seem very cheesy, which I didn't want to happen either. Like, yeah. they're making them seem very, like... And there's just something, you know, like, e- even between Susie and even Kevin Keller in Riverdale. Like, I don't yes. know. It's just... it's just Precisely. That's I just exactly want more. I, I just want to. more to their stories. And this just feels a little forced. I don't know why. Contrived. It's yeah. very contrived. Um, so then it cuts to Roz at the doctors. And she's, like, losing her eyesight, basically. <laughs> she's, yeah, poor girl. The end. Like, that's the end of the story for her. Like... I don't know with these ter- like these tertiary characters. I'm not sure like what. But they who's want. doing this to her? Is it Wardwell doing that? Doing it to her? No, I think she's just like, literally. She's, she's just like, like legit. That- like she's going blind. Right. So and like she doesn't have another moment later on in the episode. So I was like, why are they? Why do they keep like throwing these like little tiny details into her story? I guess they're trying to build her story because there's literally nothing else to give her. But yeah. it's like then don't like just don't keep her in it like why does she have to be in this episode at all just because you have Susie like Roz has to have a problem too like it doesn't make any sense as to why she was in the storyline either like you know yeah and she all like I guess all she really says is like do you think this is because God is punishing me because mm-hmm. I'm like a bad person or something and mm-hmm. like the dad's like obviously not that's that's not the situation at all and that's it like that's literally the end of the freaking scene so anyway. it's interesting too that her dad is a reverend I think that might come into play too is the fact this idea that like you know, she might be mad at her religion after to be like, I believed in God. I trusted in God. And like, I lost my vision. Like what kind of, what kind of thing is God doing to me? Like that might be a theme. Ooh. Okay. Cause her dad's yeah, a reverend. Right. And that. the fact that they even dropped that, I was like, Oh, like that's so random. Like, why are they saying like, Oh, reverend? Like, thank you. So right, like right, that right. might be a theme. Who knows? I don't know. It's almost like, I feel like they like mashed like Roz's and Susie's characters into one person. Cause I just yeah. feel like, yeah. They have a similar struggles and it would be a little bit more dynamic if they just like centralize the character well, instead of like yeah. spreading themselves too thin. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how I feel about them. Let us know what you guys think about these secondary characters because right now, I don't know. I'm not feeling them right now. Um, so anyway, uh, Sabrina's doing her homework and she's like, she finds out that his name is Apophis yeah. in like some like next level demonology book. And um, then it cuts to her in school. So I guess she has like, she has, she like, has night like school, Sunday school or something. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, <laughs> night. Yeah, literally night school. Yeah. <laughs> so she's learning on like Father Blackwood's like just chilling in there, and uh, she like right off the top she's like, "Yo, so uh, can witches perform exorcisms or what?" And yeah. like everybody starts laughing at her because she's because he's basically like, uh, "You can't do it because you're not Christian, and that's like a Christian like thing to do. Like you." can't exercise a demon out of a human body because you're a witch and you're like a part of the the dark dark world 
And um And again, yeah. again, this moment too, you're telling me 16 years of living as this person, you, this is the first time you ask about <laughs> exorcisms? Like yeah. really? Like again, I mean, it, it's here in this moment again where I'm like, guys, come on. Like this girl's so like she doesn't know anything. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And also like um yeah, I I don't know why Blackwood is the one to have to tell her all these things either. Like it doesn't make any sense as to why they they don't like flush out the fact that this is like an actual academy. Like did you feel like that no, was a situation? No, uh, for sure. And I think one of my notes too was even like I'm like do they not have more teachers here? Like why yeah. is, why is the freaking principal teaching this basic ass <laughs> like, class? Like that would never it's happen. So true. And like are it's you just so telling true. me because you guys couldn't hire another actor your budget was like already capped? Like come on. Like it's or just, it's, it just, it's just felt, because like they wanted that moment with him and of course Sabrina, that's what it is, is but it's also cheesy like yeah uh yeah anyway sorry that's like a side note but um another side note that happens at the end of class is Nick rolls Yo, <laughs> right Nick the fuck in. needs a milkshake from Pops for his oh, thirst sad. that's He's for sure. Thirsty. Um, and he doesn't even like skip a beat. He no. basically like goes right up to her and he's like, you're hot. I'm hot. Let's get together. Yeah. And she's like, just letting you know, like I have a girl, like I have a boyfriend though. And he's like, <laughs> he says the yeah. funniest thing. He's like, you're like half and half. You go to two schools. Like you're like half witch, half mortal. Like you're, uh, like what's the problem? Like you like can you're have part two of two boyfriends. worlds. Yeah. You're part of two worlds. You should have two boyfriends. And He's like, like I'm down with sharing. Yeah, <laughs> and like, even her face, her face wasn't like ill. Her face was like, oh, she's like interesting. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she was into it. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was a really funny epi- part of the episode, and she doesn't like give him an answer either, which I no, kind of she love. doesn't. Yeah, she's like, bye. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, like she didn't look grossed out. She was just like, oh, cool, okay. She's like, mm, I'll, I'll think about it. Um, and so what do you think, what do you think of that whole situation? Like if she does kind of, go I mean, that's into, kind of weird to be like, honest. It's a little weird. Um, yeah, but I don't know. We'll see. She has like a magic boyfriend and like a normal boyfriend. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. <laughs> He's so funny. That's such a weird situation. Anyway. So then it cuts to her at home and she sees Wardwell and her like aunts just like chilling on the couch. Yeah. Um, and she's like, she told us the whole story, like what, like what you're about to do. And they basically believe her. Like they don't even like question one for one second, her st- whole story about the fact that Edward hired her to be, um, yeah. the, yeah. like, the third There's like protector. no questions. They're like, yeah, yeah. Come through. Like come chill with us yeah. now. What did you think of like them sitting on that couch? Together, I have to though? say like, though, like I did love their dynamic together. Like the three of them right. looking over Sabrina. I effing loved it. It was so cute. You realize like how they're all such different people and they all can bring something different to of the course, table. Yeah. So it was interesting to see all of them at the same time in that moment for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um anyway, so she's kinda like cheese and she's like, Listen, I wanna do an exorcism. I think that that's like our only option. And Wardwell Wardwell is basically like, I don't think you should. Like everybody basically says she shouldn't do it, but Sabrina's like, I'm gonna do it anyway, so you have to help me. And Wardwell is like, I have this, like, I happen to have, like, a special spell in my pocket that will help you figure out how to do it without being Christian. And, like, it was apparently, like, Edward's spell. Like, it was Edward's right or something where he had come up with this spell or something. So she's like, I have the tea on that. Do you think that that is true? Like, do you think that actually was something that her dad (sighs) wrote? I don't know. 
I don't know. Even if it was, even if it was, I feel like she probably took it and ran with it. You know, like maybe he had something in there with that. And she was like, no, no, I'm going to take this and like make this lie up. You know, I really do feel that like Wardwell is playing on their emotions and like making them feel like she's manipulating them based on what she knows about how like they don't know anything about his, his past. Right. Right. But it will be really interesting to see if Wardwell and Edward have like more than just like classmates past. You know what I mean? It'll be interesting to see if there was some sort of romantic connection maybe between the two of them or something. Um, so then it cuts to them saying like, okay, like let's just do this exorcism. Zelda's like, I won't allow it. So like I'm going to chill at home. But Hilda and Wardwell decide to go with Sabrina to yeah. the house. Yeah. yeah. And I wrote down, like, how are these three grown-ass women allowing this situation to happen and let her, like, be a part well, of this situation? Well, we know why place. Wardwell was letting it happen. And right. Hilda's le- letting it happen because I think Hilda's saying, like, I'd rather be there for this girl and make sure nothing happens, which right. I totally understand, too. Um, yeah, that's true. And then Zelda's just like, yeah, I'm going to peace out. Like, I'm not coming. Right. True, true. Um, so then it cuts to like one of the creepiest, scariest moments yeah. in the entire episode. Oh my God. They all roll in and conveniently like Susie and the, the dad are like not at home for the next like seven hours or something. Um, so they just roll right into that, into the room and like, just like go, go right in and start the ex- exorcism. So it's Sabrina Wardwell and Hilda and we get like a charmed moment for anybody who's watched charmed. It's like very much that like the power of three, like let's do this spell. So they start chanting this like next level freaking spell yeah. and they're calling and they upon like, like all these other witches i guess right yeah. to, to give them did you power. notice anyone specifically that were like that you noticed at all no like from history so like one of them that i noticed was anne boleyn um the next one she says is like marie laveau which is from american Horror oh, Story. oh wow that's so cool uh, and then there was one that where she says cersei and I didn't know if it was a Game of Thrones reference or if it was like Cersei, the goddess from like the Greek mythology. Times. Well, that's probably where Cersei is from, like from Game of Thrones. She's probably taken from the the Greek mythology. Right. So, so it was just like interesting to like hear all connected. these like random names come through. Yeah. I was like, damn, I wish I could like write this shit down so I can like see if I knew any more of them. But that was a cool moment. And so like they're not strong enough. So like it's really creepy. Like slowly like his band, like the things that are keeping him tied to the bed are, are like starting ripping, to like yeah. tear off. And it's really cool because like as this all is happening, um, Serena's sort of like getting like she's kind of giving up she's like it's not working like my powers aren't right. strong enough but both of them are egging her on and like it was so cute how like Wardwell was like keep going keep going like say it in like a stronger voice like like they were you know like it was just a cute moment like, like they were like just do her. it you do it because yeah. she was like you guys have to do it I'm not strong enough they're like she's like no no you take on the reins and like you gotta do this like keep going keep yeah going. it was really cute which we find out why Wardwell was just like of egging course. her on, basically. Yeah, yeah. But so in that moment, uh, yeah, like essentially Jesse's like lunging at them at this point and like trying to catch them and like get get them or whatever and stop them from doing the spell. And then Zelda walks in, or she doesn't walk in. She like fucking runs right in and she starts like calling on like every single spellman, yeah, uh, witch, yeah. which was kind of cool. Which I was like, why wasn't freaking Hilda doing? I know. <laughs> I was like, like, was, like <laughs> and the way the like corner. Zelda came in, she's like, I'm here now. She's um, like, I'm a call up on all my bitches. Like, yeah, and Hilda was just like, true, like our cousins. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I forgot. To yeah, like, why would she do it? 
<laughs> so anyway, at that point in time, she like she get he gets exercised like that moment like yeah. allows her to have enough power to like hit him off, and um, he like yaks up a worm. Which he acts up this so gigantic, disgusting, dis- so freaking disgusting. It's just like lurking all over the floor. It's so nasty. So that was the demon. Like the worm is the demon, right? And like literally, no one even checks on like Jesse. They don't, they're not <laughs> like they're not like, bro, are you okay? Like, are you awake? Like, are you like lit now? Like, are you okay? Like, is are you alive? Like, they didn't even check anything. They're just like, okay, we got the worm. Let's go. Yeah, like let's they go don't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was really weird. Um, and then they take the worm to, like, a well right beside the house. And I'm like, well, that's the stupidest thing you could ever do. Yeah. Um, I didn't understand why it was so easy for her to just, like, drop the worm into the freaking well. Why don't they toss. just kill it? I don't get why they just didn't, like, chop it up. I don't know. I like, mean, I think that they're taking, like, Wardwell's lead, which is a stupid thing to do. Because, uh, like, why would you trust this bitch? She just yeah. came through. Yeah. But, yeah, they toss the worm down. And, like, even Serena was like are you sure that he's not gonna be able to come out and she's like nope he's not he's just gonna like bear his way back down to yeah. hell and i'm like really okay well like, obviously that's gonna, gonna like- come back in episode nine <laughs> <laughs> yeah clearly yeah that shit's gonna possess something else um so um yeah she even throws like the stone but the stone's still broken so i'm like is that a trapping stone that's been broken like she can't use it anymore like i didn't understand why she just like chucked the freaking stone and like assumed that he was gonna stay down there so anyway, whatever. She chucks the stone down there. Everything's good to go. And yeah, I wrote basically like, is that it? Like, that's literally like, that's all, that's all that we're dealing with right now. Like, we're just going to we're just going to walk away from this situation. Yeah, that's it. It cuts back to home. And yeah. Father Blackwood is chilling with Ambrose in the living room. And he already uh, knows like, that they like did what they just did. Yeah. He's like, I can't believe you guys did this exorcism against your thing. Do you want to all get ex- like excommunicated yeah. and Delta's like uh no she's, she's like, like bitch, Listen, bitch sit the f down because you know what yeah. today i found out that your your wife is having twins so you now you need me he's like yeah. oh she, yeah she basically said to him like she like low-key blackmailed him saying like if you excommunicate us then like maybe something's gonna happen to your babies yeah. like we'll see yeah um and then uh like it's it's weird too that like literally no one tried to figure out how he found out so that's quickly. the thing that's the thing that got me too i was like you guys all just walked in man's is already here sipping on tea and like nobody asked like yeah. damn like how did he find out so fast like like who told him nothing like no one questions it at all like i don't know you just have to like assume that some like someone was freaking like spying on them in yeah some way and i think whatever. even zelda does say she's like damn like word gets around fast like she does right. say that but she's not like who who said it like who did it right i don't like i don't know too because like I, i'm assuming this worm was from like the dark lord so like you know that he's connected you guys work for the dark lord so like no one's questioning yeah. a lot of these no, things no for sure it's, i, I it's don't know very weird. i don't know why they're not questioning things more so like i mean i guess if you look at zelda she's never questioned anything about the dark lord in her entire life so she's just like doing her own thing right um anyways so father blackwood like decides to agree and he like leaves them alone and then the next morning they get a phone call from i guess like Like Susie's dad dad. yeah and hilda's like oh shit and then you find out that jesse freaking died in his sleep which was kind of shit his heart like Um, failed yeah and so then uh hilda 
it, it cuts to this random moment where Helda has like been deciding to like work at the Cerberus bar. We forgot to mention that earlier in the episode, but like, yeah, she wants to work at Cerberus and she kind of has this, like this low key, like crush on the, like, the owner main guy, yeah. like, the owner. Yeah. Um, and so she's like serving coffee now and she's, she looks like freaking like the bride of Frankenstein. She has like the crazy hair and shit. And, um, she sees Luke like come in and she's like what's your name though and he's like my name's luke and she's like what's your last name though and he's like it's like this one and then she realizes that she's that like, Ooh. is Ambrose's luke. she's like love potion in your starbucks <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, okay basically so yeah she puts like that shit in there and it seems that she like she's had it from time like just like waiting yeah in her she pocket. literally has that shit in her back pocket yeah it's and so she still funny. can't find love like damn that shit doesn't like, work girl like <laughs> you gotta you gotta try something else like put some perfume on or something um so then it cuts to wardwell and then you find out like a lot yeah of basically like bombshells everywhere like so i think it's it keeps cutting back and forth between her talking to sabrina is that right yeah so sabrina's like, sitting with her at her house but she's telling sabrina obviously half the truth and then yeah, you're so sort of like, seeing the other part of what wardwell has planned this whole time right Right. Yeah. So she's like um, the exorcism, like obviously not to Sabrina, but she's like we found out that the exorcism was on purpose. It, they tried, they set it up so that like they could basically test Sabrina to see if she was capable of doing it. No, I don't know if that's the case or if like she needs to like check certain things off of her list in order for her to like fulfill a prophecy. I think that's what the situation is. Like right. So Sabrina's- they didn't set this up. Then it was just they did the exorcism and she wanted to see if she could do it. No, I think she set it up on purpose. She like literally like used she possessed she got Yeah, that that's so that's what I mean. Her. Like she was she like she set it up on purpose so that like she would have to do the exorcism and then they could tell right. if she could do it or not. But why like if she can do it, what does that mean? But I but that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's because they were testing her. I think they were doing it to get her to fulfill like something that is going to get her to some next crazy step. Like it's like do an exorcism on a mortal check it's like then it's like do this check like the more things she does i think it's probably like going to corrupt her soul or corrupt like i don't know i feel like they're doing oh, something i thought they're testing like, her to see if she is the prophecy like that's what it no, is i feel like it's just like the dark lord knows that like she's something special so he's trying to get her to like become corrupted by doing these oh, like things that are okay. not supposed to be allowed like oh, okay. for her to do this exorcism it just sh- i don't think it shows her power i think it just shows that she has done it and she's checked it off of her list like that's why she was the one that had to do it whether or not she could have done it i don't think she could have done it without them that's the thing right so i just think the fact that she was the w- main lead in that whole exorcism like is going to like put put in put her into like a different like like stage of this whole like thing that they're doing with her so we'll see um but then we get a stupid moment from sabrina where she basically is like so frustrated because she like for one she's like depressed that like jesse died anyway because she feels like really guilty um but then she's like how am i gonna do this how am i going to like destroy the dark lord and then like Miss Wardle's like, what the fuck? She's like so confused because she didn't know this part of like Sabrina's plan this whole time, right? Like the fact that Sabrina's literally going in on purpose to yeah. like f- like fuck with the Dark Lord, right? Yeah. So now she's gonna have to freaking spill all the tea to freaking Wardwell. And then that's how the episode ends. So yeah. Yeah, things are getting I think crazy. My- 
my first question that I wanted to ask you and the listeners too, um, do you think that Wardwell could possibly end up siding with Sabrina? I think that's a big possibility. I think that's what I'm kind of hoping for at this point. Or I think she's going to have a really hard time deciding on whether or not, like, which side she's going to take. Like, yeah, do I really want to see this girl succeed and be okay? Or do I want to bring her down? Right. You know? I think it's going to have to come to that for sure. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I, it'll be interesting to see, like, how it all kind of comes together i really hope that they do make it like turn into this thing where like they both kind of go after the dark lord and wardwell realizes that she is more than more than just like a slave to her like to think to think that this little young girl is trying to attack her like this could be all wardwell ever wanted is like someone to like side with her uh, against the dark lord so you never really yeah and even beyond that i think what's interesting too is that i think wardwell pushes sabrina like nobody else i don't think her aunts are ever going to push her into to that into that much power just because i feel like right. they care about her too much so i feel like yeah. because warwell has like her own mission on the side she's pushing sabrina she's like doing yeah. whatever she's doing with her but i think in this in that sense too like sabrina's gonna get po- more powerful you know right right yeah it'll be interesting to see yeah. let us know what you guys think about that whole yeah. situation too let's get into our recap, recap roundups round Best moment. moment. My best moment is going to go to the exorcism with all the witches and Miss Wardwell just like working together. Um, And like it was just really intense. Like Uncle Jesse looked drugged up. Like he was scary. Yeah, like he looked brucked up. He had like pimples all over his face it was so gross <laughs> yeah um <laughs> i my my best moment was also the exorcism i think it was like the apex of the entire episode yeah. it was very like cool to see it like it's it's probably the most like witchy magic-y we've gotten in a very long time i think in this season so far where like you see like a floating body and like they're casting a spell and they're all coming together and like fighting him like it's very it was very much that like powerful witch moment, which was kind of cool to see for sure. Yeah. WTF, WTF moment. moment. My WTF moment is going to go to um, Wardwell killing Jesse at the end that we find out that she was sort of like yeah. behind all of that. I literally had no idea. I did not suspect any of this. Um, yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. I, it had me totally shook for sure. That was, yeah, that was a crazy moment. I felt kind of bad. I felt bad for Jesse. Like, I feel like he never got his like moment to like, yeah. ex- like enjoy his like you know gay life or yeah. whatever like, yeah. <laughs> he just dies it's so unfair um my wtf moment is when sabrina denies that harvey had like like saw anything yeah. in the mines from time yeah. i thought that was like a, a pretty shit moment for her and i was like what the fuck are you like where's your what's your for their relationship the in this whole situation yeah, yeah like for her to not even like in all these times she's struggling with her own identity and for her to like turn around and be like no you're crazy bro like it's such a shit thing to do as a character in my opinion, I just don't know why they would have made her do it. Like, I was very, very, like, confused at that mo- moment. Like, she yeah. doesn't she doesn't have, like, a moment of, like, oh, yeah, for sure, I'm protecting you. Like, she literally calls him crazy and then walks away. And yeah. then she, like, figures it out on the side. And then she apologizes later. But, like, it didn't, like, I don't know. I wasn't happy with the way that they handled that whole situation. But you know that their struggle is going to happen by the end of the season. So this is just one of those other, like, another argument that they're going to, I feel like, you know, bring up later on. I guess. Yeah, that's true. But, like, that's such a stupid argument to have. Like, 
did I see something or did I not see something? Are you crazy or are you real? Like, why not just go with it? Well, if my boyfriend think- came up to me and said, like, I saw demons, then I'd be like, okay, like, what more did you want to see? Like, she's fr- literally fucking outright denying him, which is pretty tight. Yeah. Like, it's really tight for someone to do that to you, like, especially someone that you love. So it's kind of, I don't know, I wasn't happy with it. MVP. My MVP is going to go to Miss Wardwell because I think that she finally came through. One of her plans actually <laughs> ended up working out no matter how evil it was. That's true. Um, That's and true. so, yeah, I think she, and like I was saying before, I honestly think that she pushes Sabrina like nobody else because of yeah. how evil she is and because, it's you know, true. she wants to pull that darkness out of Sabrina. Um, yeah. So, definitely, yeah, she's my MVP for this one. 100. So my MVP is going to go to Zelda because I think she just kind of comes through by the end of the episode. She came through for the exorcism. And on top of that, she also like ends up like low-key blackmailing Blackwood so they can like, you know, she like yeah, they can it's get true. through with it. It's right? true. So I feel like I'm very surprised that she would have taken that next step. But it seems that she's finally siding with like her freaking family for the yeah. first time ever. So I was down for that. LVP. My LVP is gonna go to Ambrose because I feel like he didn't oh my God. really do. Yeah, I mean, sure. he didn't do anything this episode except for like freaking feeling sorry for himself. Um, yeah. and you know he doesn't really help Sabrina either. He's like, you're gonna you're gonna go do that, do it on your own, like whatever, like yeah, girl, like you know so how dangerous it is. Why wouldn't you just be with her? Like just sit by her her bed or whatever. It was just really, I don't know. And it sucks because like I think that Ambrose was such a great character in the beginning he of the is. season. And he still him, is. Like, to see him so mopey in this episode, I was like, okay, you must be in a really dark place. But at the same time, like, there was nothing redeeming about his character this episode. It's episode like, barely, six. Like, I don't know. It's episode six. I want his character to come through really hard. Um, and there's been a lot of spoilers online that I've freaking seen, unfortunately. Ugh, that show that he's gosh. obviously going to get a bigger role. So I'm excited to see him come through for that okay we'll see yeah because right now like do i want him to like get a love story in this and that's it like we don't need another freaking kevin keller that's the thing like why does his story have to be a love story why can't his story be about him finding his cure or getting out of the house like just because he's like this character like why does it always have to be about like him finding love like find your freedom like find your strength find your power and then you can find that after you know he's definitely very much like a kevin keller and like it's kind of yeah and it's if they do that, it's a waste. Yeah, because he's such an amazing actor. He's he's really yeah. amazing. And I like what he what he represents in the show too. Like this character for Sabrina too. Like being that bigger cousin yeah. who like a big brother can help her out. Yeah, for sure. Who's your LVP? Oh, sorry, my yeah. LVP. Yeah. <laughs> my LVP is Roz and Susie. I know I could only choose one, but both of them suck to me. I really think that I just wanted to highlight the fact that I'm really confused as to why these secondary characters are getting any screen time at all. Like, I know we have only 10 episodes to spend with them, but, like, Roz more, even more than Susie this episode was completely pointless. Like, why did you need to be in this episode? Like, what was Well, what was I think the they have to show to that all her friends are being affected. So, even though it wasn't, like, a major thing, it's like, she's like, shit, like, all my friends and my boyfriend, they're getting affected, so I have to do something now, you know? Right. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I just, but I don't know. I just felt like they were kind of really useless characters this episode. Just didn't, didn't need Here's to the there. thing with friends, right? And, and boyfriends. Because <laughs> I feel like Harvey has a big chunk of this storyline because he's the boyfriend. I get that. But the show is yeah. about Sabrina. The show is about her finding herself through, you know, her two different worlds. 
the show is、mm-hmm. not about Roz and Susie, right? So it's like, you do want to give her friends, you want to give her like that secondary life as well, and they have to be there. They, they, they have to, she has to have friends, but、right. do they play a big role in, in everything? Probably not. You know, like as a writer, I can't, I can imagine like how difficult it must be to include everyone in the show and、yeah. give them like a legit storyline, you know? But that's what I mean. Like, then don't. You know what I mean? But like, I think they still have them, to be、don't. there. Because if they weren't there, it would feel a little empty, you know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm just kind of like annoyed by the way that they're kind of playing、yeah. it out right now. Yeah. Like, you, your cast is smaller than Riverdale. Like, take that、It's、in. It's true. That's you true. Seem, you seem to find a way to lose all the characters very easily and quickly. Yeah. The, the best, best line. line. My best line is from Sabrina when she's、uh, with Harvey in the cave. And she's t- talking him basically down like the ledge. And she's like, Maybe you imagined it, imagined it. Maybe it was real. And you came down here anyway. And that makes you the bravest Harvey Kinkle. So cute. It was so cute. I was like, That's the best girlfriend. She like basically made him still feel like a man. <laughs> and like, she、yeah. like spun it around to like not make him feel as bad. So it was so effing cute. For sure.、Uh, I'm going to take your best line. Yeah. The one with the two girls, because I love that. Oh, yeah. I was going to put that yeah, one down、yeah. too.、Um, so, my best line is going to Nicholas.、Uh, what's his last name? Scratchy. Yeah. So, my, my best line goes to Nicholas Scratch when he says, Why not dig two guys? I'm down with sharing. I'm like, boy, bye. I can't with you.、Yeah. Like, I was so shook、line. by the fact that he was so forward in that moment. And I was like, I'm so down to see what she's going to freaking do with this. Doesn't he、situation. remind you of Reggie? Like, he reminds me、yes, of Charles Melton、really、so、does. much. He's got that smirk running yeah, for him. Yeah, for、like、sure. That, that cocky that, smirk. Like, cocky smirk. Love it. Uh, that's the episode, guys. Let us know what you guys think. Give us all of your roundups, too. Make sure you guys are always sending us all your best moments, what t- WTF moments. And、uh, yeah, and let us know what you guys thought about the episode. Do you think that we're getting to a good place with this whole show? Like, how are you guys feeling about the season now or that we're more than halfway through?、Um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.